Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of my podcast series, Dimension. In today's episode, as you can see from the title, I know that a lot of you, especially those of you who have been listening to my podcast for a while now, are probably like, come on, you don't, you know, don't you have like any other creative ideas <laughs> to you? Um, don't you have an, any new concepts? And just saying, by the way, I've got like many, many, many ideas from a lot of different people. I've actually um, posted a status on various groups on Facebook. I've asked all my friends. I have a lot of ideas, but today that was a very weird but i'm sorry so but today i decided to talk about the subject because um i don't know if you've noticed this or not but i've noticed that a lot of people have been depressed lately everyone that i talk to everyone has a problem even like the people who i really didn't like expect them to be struggling mentally they actually are and um and um uh, i just really wanted to talk about it because mental health is basically the baseline of your how your entire life goes how you treat people how you go off go off you know through your day so um yeah this is why i want to talk about this even if i did in previous episodes maybe i might come up with something new in this one you never know but this is seriously for all the people who reached out to me and who were not doing so well and a lot of people dm me also on instagram going like you know uh, talk about depression my friends depressed um you know and whatnot so i really want to talk about this today and uh yeah so buckle up and get ready and i hope that if you're someone who's listening to this and you think you're depressed or you are sad or going through a bad day or just you know in general you're not doing so well first of all um i want to send you uh, all the love in the world and i want to give you a virtual hug and maybe i can just relieve that a little bit so just focus on my voice and shut off your thoughts for a little bit and yeah let's go as usual i want you this is this was a very long intro <laughs> i'm sorry So as usual, I want you guys to sit back, relax, and let's get into it. So, uh, first of all, I want to get into like the definition of depression. Like, what is a depression exactly? And uh, either like even if you're someone who is depressed or someone who is not depressed, depression is basically not being happy with your current reality and your mind torturing you about it and just going in loops in your head just being in your head if i had to describe what depression feels like or is i'd say just living in your thoughts not being connected to reality whatsoever being completely disconnected um yeah creating this world in your head and just being engulfed by it and anyone who's depressed knows that once you really let your thoughts get to you you sort of disconnect from reality and they call it in psychology i i guess they call it dissociation or something like that something along those lines and um it, it becomes really hard for you hard for you to be present like you don't really focus around you it gets to the point where for example you're in your room but you're really not like you're floating in space i don't know if this if i mentioned this in, my, in any of my previous podcasts talking about depression but yeah so it's basically your thoughts stealing away your happiness your reality good times with friends loved ones just you know to eating you alive this is exactly what depression is and a lot of people have been 
especially these days i don't know why it's like it's like a taboo to talk not 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 a taboo to talk about depression but it's a taboo for people to show that they're not doing well they feel like they should always seem like they're doing well that they they should always be happy that they should always portray this image that oh i got everything together let me tell you it's okay first of all i told this to one of my friends it's okay not to be okay I, you don't have to be happy and you don't have to know everything all the time you don't have to have everything figured out i think the root of depression if we search for you know if i want to search for one good reason one strong reason that would get any person depressed it's not being grateful not being grateful for what you have zero gratitude if you were grateful and um Tony Robbins said that in one of his lectures that gratitude is the base line is you know the lifeline of happiness you know if you're not grateful then you're never going to be happy so i think as i said like in the beginning depression is basically not being happy with your current circumstance so if you're someone who's depressed and you're listening to this First of all, I relate to you so much and I know that you're searching desperately for anyone to say a couple of words that would snap you out of your mind and I know how it feels like and I know how how frustrating it can be to live in your head because no one can get inside your head and like fix it. No one. It's just it's up to you, you know? This is like the worst part. You can sit with someone and just, you know, complain all day maybe if you're someone who can express yourself a lot of people don't know how to express themselves don't know how to you know how to describe what they're feeling but if you're someone who even if you complain like 24/7 to your friends or your mom or your dad or your loved ones no one's really going to fix it for you so i think that step number 1 to dealing with depression number 1 acknowledge that you're depressed and that you're not okay don't don't fight it you know don't go like i'm good i'm good that's just going to make things worse it's like sort of um you know keeping things like uh, i don't know how to say it in english but there's this spot like this spot that they call it um what why did i choose this example i'm so random <laughs> oh my god so it's basically a pot that uses pressure a pressure cooker I don't know like it uses high pressure to cook food really quickly. So if you keep it inside it's going to blow up and it, when it blows up let me tell you my aunt's my aunt's uh, pressure cooker I don't know if this is what it's called oh my god it exploded in her house and it, it I mean luckily it landed on the uh, ceiling and it broke it in half. So this is how strong it is. I don't I'm not really talking about it. I'm talking about like the impact that it's going to have when you blow up all of a sudden. You never know what you're going to do. So acknowledge that you're not okay. This is number 1. Number 2. Search for one person that you confide in, that you can talk to about what's happening to you. Listen, most of the time and most of the time as in like 90% of the time, we're always creating we're always making the problem much bigger in our heads. You know, where when you're having a depressive episode or when you're having a bad day or when you feel really down, it's your mind automatically starts, you know, getting like attracting every single negative thing that's ever happened to you in your life and telling you you're a bad person, you're shit. This happened and this happened and this happened. Uh, you know, it's just making things worse for you. So, if you see it from someone else's perspective it might really help someone else might tell you but okay you have this problem but you have this in your life and this and this and this or for example why are you making such a big deal of the of the problem don't you think you're making a big deal out of nothing other people will help you see it from a bird's eye eagle's eye bird's eye bird's eye i i believe this is the example bird's eye point of view 
or perspective. So you have to find someone that you really trust that you can tell. And trust me, this is I think this is the most crucial point. You have to get it out. You have to say what you're feeling. Even if you can't really express yourself, just I don't care, just say anything, even if it's, you know, gibberish. Just say whatever you have to say to get it out of your chest, to not keep it to yourself because it can be really overwhelming, especially our brains are experts at like making it more complex than it is. So your brain might make the problem so huge. And if you say it to someone that you trust, they might make it seem like it's a funny thing. Like, are you serious? Is this your problem? So yeah. And I'm not in any way, shape or form saying that your problems are not serious or they're not worthy of the energy that you're put that you put into thinking about them. Absolutely not. But I what I mean is sometimes that we can see something as unsolvable, that it doesn't have any other any way out of it basically but someone else might see it from a different perspective and might be more flexible in the way they think so they might really help so yeah this is uh the second point the third point i want you to search listen no one's life is zero blessings no one has zero blessings in their life breathing breathing without needing without needing to be like having tubes into your body and having weird machines you know, uh, attached to your body, that's a blessing alone. So search for blessings in your life. I'm pretty sure there are tons of blessings and ignore your depression for just one second. Focus on what I'm saying. I know that a lot of depressed people find it hard to focus when someone's speaking to them. So I'm sorry for the noises guys. I really hope this is not showing anyways. So yeah, focus and search for something that you're grateful for. I'm pretty sure you're grateful for a lot of things in your life, but you fail to see them because depression really sucks it out of you. It sucks any positive thing. It's just, it makes it makes you have like this tunnel vision on your problems that you ignore everything else and that's really dangerous. So I'm pretty sure there is. For example, even if I don't know you right now, you can hear me, right? So you have a blessing of, you know, being able to hear well. You can see, you can smell, uh, you can eat without having to have tubes in your body without having to have i've seen people eat through tubes and it is the most sad thing ever i've ever seen in my life and um, i'm pretty sure you have someone in your life who cares about you family friends someone your significant other i don't know there has to be something in your life that you're grateful for think of it what makes you happy what exists in your life right now that makes you happy and Don't tell me that there is not. Even if there, if there is not, just imagine your life, for example, without without something that seems so normal to you. For example, if I imagine my life without being able to move, for example, I would feel like movement and having my legs work is such a huge blessing. Suddenly, it's so huge that I want to get up and walk and run, you know? So try to view even the smallest of things as blessings. This is the first step. And just know, I really want you to know that, you know, life is much bigger than the problem that you're going through right now. Um, a lot of times I've went through stuff in my life where I thought this is it. And when I say this is it, I mean it. Like I went through things and problems in my life where I thought, I'm so dramatic by the way, <laughs> I'm so dramatic. I thought that this was it for me. This is like, this problem is unsolvable. Um, you know and I made it like I just made it super I got a magnifying glass and I magnified the problem magnified it magnified it and it was just in my head and I kept thinking about it all the time you know so 
uh, just know that life is so much more than what you're going through. Try to imagine, for example, for example, oh my god, <laughs> sometimes I feel like they know that I'm recording and they start banging doors. Anyways, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, if you're someone who's depressed, some just remember a day when you're depressed, even like through your depression, remember a day that you sort of felt like not really so depressed you forgot about your depression what were you doing that day what were you doing exactly were you out with friends were you in a different environment did you do something did you switch up your routine and it made you somehow ease your depression search for that i've heard a doctor give a lecture about that about you know uh he was researching ways um to heal depression that were not like medication wise that you don't have to take medication for uh, he said I'd search for patterns in my patients and try to break them for example uh, if you're someone who's depressed do you stay in your room all day do you not leave your bed do you not you know decline you know your friends requests to go out and have fun uh, that really makes you you know dive deeper into your depression um so you have to break the pattern you know notice the pattern that causes your depression so when are you the most depressed notice that try to change that for example if you're so depressed and you're always alone in your room you never change out of your pjs you never really take care of yourself you never i don't know you never exercise you don't eat well try to change that step by step try first step for example try to go out more with your friends try to break the cycle of, of your depression you know what i'm saying so search for any moment any any moment during your the you know the phase where you feel really depressed and in that moment where you feel like oh my god like i feel kind of happy i feel kind of like life has something to offer search for that moment and increase um the you know the amount of time that you spend doing that thing if even if it's going out with friends for example if it's watching something that you like on youtube if it's a hobby that you like if it's writing whatever whatever just search for the thing that really makes you feel better and keep doing more of that break out of the routine a, s- a specific routine every single day that caused your depression depression initially has to be broken it has to change search for something to do and just change that this is like the most effective method and i also uh, heard this doctor say like a practice where you get a pen and a paper and you write down uh, whatever good thing happened to you every day like during every single day at the end of the day get a pen and a paper i used to do that by the way and i used to call it magic moment <laughs> oh my god there was this uh, i think he's he's a jordanian life coach his name is um his name is oh, i forgot i forgot I, i'm going to share his page on my facebook probably um he used to go like uh, every single day i before bed i get a pen and a paper in my notebook and i would write like a magic moment that i had during the day for example for example a lot of my magic moments were for example i'm on the bus and there's a little kid and the little kid like waved at me to me that's a magic moment um cheesy i know but sometimes you have to really do stuff like that to you know get yourself to feel better um for example a stranger smiled at me magic moment um um i don't know anything that happens to you during the day a sunset that i really liked 
I just start describing that sunset in my in my notebook that it was to me a magical moment. It fit, it, the trick is it's not just for the sake of writing it down or maybe like remembering something good. It's for the sake of feeling like you were more present during the day. If you tell your mind that I'm gonna search for a magic moment today, it feels it helps you it helps ground yourself. It helps you focus on reality and not so much on your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? So if I told you every single day, uh, search for a magical moment, a, a moment where you feel good or a moment that made you feel kind of special or kind of happy and write it down at the end of the day, your mind will be forced to focus around it. You know what I'm saying? So try this trick. It really works. Yeah. Another thing is clean your space, take care of yourself. I know a lot of people who, and I'm talking about people who are deeply into depression, they find it hard to do barely anything. It, it basically is when you're severely depressed, it's losing interest in a lot of things in life. So get up, you know, take a shower, take care of yourself. Listen to me, I swear to God, like whenever, for example, if you're depressed right now and you're listening to me right now, I want you to close your eyes and remember, please close your eyes and don't just ignore me. And try to remember a phase of your life where you were unconditionally happy. I don't care if that is when you were nine years old. I really don't care if that was the last. I'm sorry if that this was the last time that you were truly happy. But even if you have to go as backwards, as backwards as being nine years old, unless you're nine years old and listening to this podcast, well, then that's a whole different story. And I hope you're not depressed if you're nine years old. Um, yeah, I try to remember like a phase where you were truly happy. Feel that, like feel that with all your heart where you weren't depressed where nothing really mattered but being happy and you were so present and you didn't know what depression even was. I want you to know that this feeling is possible to have once again. Nothing is wrong with you. Nothing is wrong with feeling not okay. This feeling of being unconditionally happy that you had in the memory that you just summoned right right now is possible and it will happen believe me sooner or later it will happen life is constantly changing it's a matter of physics not even like what i'm saying nothing is constant nothing stays the same it's just impossible so it's just a matter of you know time where things will change it's not just a roller coaster that goes down it goes upwards and downwards so I want you guys to know that this feeling that you pictured and felt in your body, that, that sensation that you probably didn't feel in, in a long time, is can happen. Just give life a chance. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you who are listening to this and who are feeling down are young people. I've seen my, um, I don't know what they call it. Wait, wait a second, what, they, what do they call it? The uh, demographic? I don't know. Like the age groups that listen to my podcast and they're all young people. Like they're all, I believe most of them are below 25 years old. So you have your entire life ahead of you. You don't know what, as my favorite poet says, uh, his name is Mahmoud Darwish. Uh, wait a second, because I love him so much. I wanna, I wanna actually Google this. Google this uh, poem for you guys. Wait, uh, it's called in Arabic. Wait a second. Uh, in Arabic, it's called um, That means on this earth, there are things that deserve to be lived for. So I wanna, I wanna say in, in Arabic first and then in English. And I can't believe, like, this was my elbow, by the way, it just cracked. Um, I can't believe that I'm going to give you, tell you guys a poem on my podcast, but I really believe it suits this topic. So, 
I'm gonna say it in Arabic first, and then I'm gonna try to translate it in English, but it's not gonna really sound like a poem in English, it's just gonna sound like, you know, words. So, in Arabic, على هذه الأرض ما يستحق الحياة تردد إبريل رائحة الخبز في الفجر رائحة الخبز في الفجر آراء امرأة في الرجال كتابات أسخيليوس أول الحب عشب على حجر أمهات تقفن على خيط ناي وخوف وخوف الخوف وخوف الغزاة من الذكريات على هذه الأرض ما يستحق الحياة نهاية أيلول سيدة تترك الأربعين بكامل مشمشها ساعة الشمس في السجن غيم يقلد سربا من الكائنات I'm sorry if my Arabic is bad I really am I really really am I know it's not really that good هتافات شعب لمن يصعدون إلى حتفهم باسمين وخوف الطغاة من الأغنيات uh, just, I'm gonna stop here so uh, if you guys just listen to that he says على هذه الأرض ما يستحق الحياة تردد إبريل رائحة الخبز في الفجر the small little things so I'm gonna translate it to English and then I'm gonna keep blabbering about this because I won't shut up so on this earth there are things that to be lived for um, تردد إبريل like uh, you know how April t- <laughs> I don't know how to say that in English but the way that April arrives you know it's just not so suddenly um, the smell of bread at dawn opinion an opinion of a woman about men this is so cheesy when i say it in english oh my god um uh, love at first how you lo- when you love someone it's and it's just the beginning how it's really nice and exciting i find that really cute actually um grass on rocks <laughs> i'm just gonna stop here but the mahmoud darwish or this poet chose like the little things like such little things like the smell of bread at dawn uh, in palestine old uh, old women bake bread at dawn so he used that um he always also he, uh, the, uh, i don't know like, if it's cliche every single poet loves coffee but he's always also writing poems about coffee so the smell of coffee the smell of grass he mentioned a woman reaching her 40s and she still looks young you know the smallest little things guys guys you don't have to be happy to live okay you don't have to be happy to enjoy things there are a lot of things that we really take for granted you know so i just mentioned this poem and i really hope i don't find it so cheesy when i re-listen to the episode and decide to just delete it i really hope not i want to keep it because i really like it and i think it's it goes uh, you know with the concept of this episode as i said but um I want you just to focus on the little details that might be enjoyable to you if you were doing better. So, for example, I'd like to, when I wake up early, I really like the chill breeze at dawn or in the morning. There's like a really nice, refreshing, chill, chill breeze. And when I make my coffee in the morning, it smells really nice only in the morning. It smells different when you first wake up and you have your coffee. It just smells and tastes different. And if you're someone who likes coffee, you know that. It doesn't taste any, the same any other time of the day like it does at breakfast. Um, the way that, my, you know, my family every Friday, how how we are just together every single Friday. Um, you know, a lot of things that I want to live for, you know life is worth it guys and i know a lot of people who are depressed cannot see that but you know at least learn to be happy or i don't want to even say happy learn to be 
you know, grateful even at the worst of times. Maybe, just maybe, God's preparing you for something really big. I know I'm talking a lot in this segment. This is only the first segment, dear God, okay. Um, I know that a lot of my worst experience that I had in my life, I wish if I could go back in time to those worst quote-unquote experiences, I wouldn't have been as, you know, as affected by them as I was because they really shaped my personality. They shaped who I was. Everything about my life that I thought was it, quote-unquote it, I just want to go back to myself and call myself the biggest drama queen on planet earth because it's never really it. God prepares you for for things. And I've read this um, on Facebook somewhere. I really can't remember that an example of how uh, life is. Our life is like a movie and we never watched this movie before. And God knows this movie, obviously. He's, He's seen it. So we're really like excited or we're really like impacted by everything that happens in the movie. But God is really is not because he knows what's going to happen in the end. So I really want you to know that life, life is just your life is basically just like a movie and it's just unfolding right in front of you. So it's not the end. This, there might be a plot twist, plot twist to your story. Just give life a chance. Take it. Yeah, this is I think this is like the best possible advice that I can give you. Take life one day at a time. One day at a time. No one's rushing you. No one is, you know, take it one day at a time. Try to be happy where you are right now. It's enough. You know, you're breathing, you're here, you're trying your best. It's super enough. You don't have to be on cloud nine. It's okay. It's really, really okay. And I want you to know that just try to be grateful. And I'm really here for you. If you're someone who's really, really depressed, please reach out to me. I have no problem in helping you and talking to you because I have been there and I know what it feels like and I have no problem helping you out. If you feel like I might help you out, I have no problem, okay? So yeah, and Dimana has been talking for 23 minutes and it's time for the next segment. And uh, yeah, let's go. listing and talking about basically everything that I wanted to talk about as usual. I'm the biggest impatient person on planet earth. Um, I want to say that uh, even if you're not a religious person, please try to listen to me. I know a lot of my listeners aren't really religious, that religious anyway. Um, It really helps it really, really helps connect. I don't care what you believe in, even if you believe in the universe. I don't really care. A higher power, a freaking, I don't know, whatever you believe in. Um, energy, even if you're an atheist, there is energy, there is positive, negative um, meditation, whatever. Um, I really want you to connect to God or, you know, meditate, whatever that is. Um, connect to God, just because he's responsible for everything that's going on in your life it's really and this is honestly if you're religious because <laughs> i keep using you know um just connecting to god you know that he's in control of your life you know you know that he's in control of everything even if you don't believe in god wait a second i'm pretty sure that even if you don't believe in god you have to believe in some sort of order to universe right to the world it's not just complete chaos it's not havoc not it's not like everything's just happening and it's just happening to us. It is not. There is uh, physics, energy. I don't know what that is because I'm bad at physics, but I'm pretty sure it's not just complete random stuff happening and we're just witnessing it. I'm pretty sure that's not it, even if it's not believing in God. So so uh, 
you know, when you really think that there's someone in control of everything that's happening to you, everything that has happened to you, uh, he's really watching out for you. Uh, it really brings me this sense of serenity. I don't know about you, but have you ever, what makes me handle being away from my family? I hate, I don't want to bring myself into this, but I just want to give you, you know, some examples. Uh, what makes me handle being away from my family for a year, almost a year now? I might not go home as well, uh, so I might stay for more than a year away from home. Uh, you know, having the uh, Eid holidays away from my family, uh, having problems happen to me here alone, uh, not passing certain exams. Um, what else? A lot of things. I don't want to list my problems, but what makes me handle these things with grace? Maybe I might, you know, go through a mental breakdown for a day or two, but then I just, it's like nothing happened. I snap, snapping out of it, you know, going, getting, you know, back on track better than I was before. A lot of things, you know, that a lot of people don't know happened to me and I managed only because I was really, I had this strong faith in God. I had this really strong faith. I knew that it's just, it wasn't just happening to me for the sake of happening to me because I knew that after every really bad event that happens, there's a plot twist that you really don't know about. So maybe it's, you know, it's just not, if you're someone who's depressed and it's been a while, maybe you're just like one or two, my, I got goosebumps. Maybe I, maybe you're like one or two days away from your plot twist. Maybe, you never know. No one is constantly being put under bad, you know, situations and it's just bad, bad, bad. Trust me. For example, when, when I see people who are unfortunate and who live on the streets and who are homeless, trust me, usually they're really really you know nice people for example back in jordan we'd have people on the traffic lights they would sell uh tissues or they would sell roses i don't know if i mentioned this in one of my podcasts but there was this little kid selling roses on the traffic lights and he seemed really you know he wasn't really in a very good state he ran up to me in the car and he gave me a rose and he just went for free like he just gave it to me he's like take it i don't know what he said he complimented me or something he's a little kid he gave it to me and he went away and i just you know watched him you know how i was like if i was in his shoes i would have been the most annoying depressed complaining person to ever come across but this little kid you know i don't know what happened in his brain and he just did that and he seemed really you know even though from the outside he seemed like he's not doing so well he was smiling he was running from every single you know from car to car it's all about perspective i don't want to be that kind of person who's going to tell you oh look at people who are starving oh some people have it a lot worse i don't want to be that person but some people have it worse i i don't hate i hate to break it to you some people can't get out of bed because they're paralyzed some people lost their eyesight some people lost really you know really close loved ones to to a traumatic event and you know and i'm not saying that these people have the right to be depressed and you don't obviously not but try to minimize the you know the 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 how do i say 
try to minimize the the way that you see your problem at, in the, how bad you see your problem i just want you to, t- to try to minimize it so i mentioned this guy also in my i really want i never know how to say his last name but the guy without arms and legs i mentioned him in one of my episodes he doesn't have he doesn't have arms or legs um, he wrote a book, an inspirational book. He was suicidal at the age of nine or 10. He was gonna take his own life at nine years old. I'm pretty sure 10, 12 max, if I'm not, if I'm wrong, it's just not above 12. He wanted to commit suicide. When I was nine or 10 or 12, I didn't even know that you could kill yourself. I didn't even think I was a kid. I was living a kid's life. This guy was suicidal. In his book, he mentioned how he thinks that there's no hope for him. No one's gonna love me no one's gonna marry me I how am I gonna live without any arms and legs how am I gonna work what am I gonna do what about uni what about college what not what have you and um, this guy was depressed I don't want to be I don't want to sound like some sort of sheikh or saint and go like oh hallelujah God is the answer I don't want to do that but it is a fact this guy has a lot of faith I've watched his uh, lectures I swear to God, I felt like a piece of shit. I felt like an ungrateful piece of... This guy was so positive. He was so happy. Everyone loved him. Everyone got up and hugged him afterwards. He kept saying how he's grateful for his own life, how life has a lot of things to offer. Now he's super famous. Not 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 like it's, that's the ultimate goal, but people loved him because despite his really bad uh, circumstances he managed to create something out of the worst possible thing to go through and you know and I'm just sitting here like Dimana you're healthy you have arms you have legs you can function nothing's wrong with you you dramatic piece of shit I'm sorry I said that a lot of times but yeah sometimes sometimes and I'm not saying this is all the time sometimes it works to laugh at yourself to laugh at yourself to go like you know you're stupid what is this what what are you going through are you going through some sort of you know existential crisis oh my god you know it will pass it will pass and I've seen I swear to god it's not like I'm just saying it and I've never experienced it I've experienced the worst phases of depression and believe me when I tell you the worst and I've seen people get depressed and I've seen them heal you know and I I've seen myself heal also so I want you guys to know that it's possible and it's not going to be that way all the time. Wait for your plot plot twist, for God's sake. I can't even speak. Wait for your plot twist. It's not like your life is over, you know, and it's so easy to think like that. Like, oh my God, my life is over. Sometimes when I look back, honestly, guys, when I look back and like, for example, if you ask me what was the worst uh, phase of your life, I'll tell you it was uh, my senior year, obviously. And I, I think I also talked about this in my podcast. Um, uh, yeah. 12th grade we call it grade 12 um in jordan they call it Tawjihi. in algeria they call it back um and, and i don't know what other places whatever so it was my senior year 12th grade and yeah that was the worst year looking back now i could have i remember them as good memories <laughs> oh my god i don't really remember them as bad as they felt to me for example i just remember the good things like how my how a lot of teachers would you know laugh with me how a lot of teachers still remember me and we're still in touch um i remember when the first uh results came out and i was top of my class how me and my mom started crying i remember just first winter first time seeing snow in jordan i've always lived in saudi arabia so it was my first winter ever in jordan and it was the first time playing with snow i remember that 
I don't remember even though I obviously remember them but I'm not really focused on the parts where I was suffering all that I'm focused on or all that I can really recall is uh when I was you know not doing you know not doing so bad when I used to walk to my classes my classes used to be we used to have an an you know senior year we take classes like to help with you know the subjects so they were really close to my home I'd walk there I remember my walks there I'd remember my mom my my aunt has a salon I'd go to her salon after my class she'd do my hair things like that you know so it's not as bad as I was as when I was experiencing it so if I can see the good in the worst year or two years of my life then I probably can see the good in the not-so-worst years. I mean, you know, it's not like you're going through, even if it is your worst. As I said, there has to be something to look forward to. Even if it's your mom's smile, someone you love, someone, one of your friends that you really trust, uh, you know, uh, something you love about yourself, you're probably good at something. For example, if you're good at basketball, it's something to live for. I believe that God, if you're still breathing and you're still here, yeah, and you're just, you wake up every day, it's not like it's a curse. When you're depressed, you hate waking up. I remember hating to wake up. I remember waking up and going like, oh my God, here we go again. This is exactly how I felt every day. Imagine hating waking up. I've gotten to that point. I've gotten to the point where I didn't want to wake up. And yeah, this is actually true. So what I'm saying is really coming from an experience and not just, you know, trying to sound like I know what I'm talking about. So when you wake up, just know that it's another chance. And I know that's really cheesy, but God has something in store for you. So believe me when I tell you that miracles happen. God or the universe or the whatever, bro, whatever the hell you believe in is capable of switching your circumstance 180 degrees in a heartbeat, in a blink of an eye. So uh, yeah, I, and this, this reminds me of a story. I don't know where I heard this, probably when I was just YouTubing stuff. Anyways, um, YouTubing, you know, I mean surfing the internet. <laughs> so smart. So um, uh, there's a story about three people who went to jail and who got sentenced to to death, okay, by this uh, ruler. I don't know who he is. I don't know if this is an actual, I believe this is an actual story. Listen, I don't want to say it's an actual true story and, you know, it ends up not being an actual true story. So I'm just going to go like it's just a story. So um, uh, there's like uh, these three people that were sentenced to death by this ruler, uh, and uh, they were asked what their last wish were were last wish was oh my god before they die so one of them was like i want to pray and just they let him pray the other one was like i want to call my family and tell them goodbye and whatever the third one which is the badass one and which we have to all be inspired by he was like i want this meal with whatever and i want this and this and i want to have this and he just ordered basically whatever he likes to have so one of the guards was like you're about to die and you really care about food so this guy was like he held he i don't know where he got a feather it doesn't matter he held this feather and then he threw it to the ground 
and he asked the guards how long did it take the feather to reach the ground and they were like a couple of seconds he was like this is exactly how long god can change this circumstance you know and it, it, for my favor you never know what might happen and as soon as he said that the guards said that the ruler that actually sentenced them to death is died or something died yeah and now the sentence is not applicable or they can't really do it something along these lines I'm pretty sure this is a story that I heard somewhere and I didn't just make this up, believe me. So, you never know what might happen, okay? You never know. I really thought that I would end up in Jordan studying pharmacy in a university far away from my home, four hours or three hours far away from my home in the, you know, freaking desert, uh, you know, in a university that I didn't even want to go to and I hate pharmacy and I really thought that I would end up that way and then... One night, I see my name in this list of these scholarships for medicine. I did not expect that. That was the best night of my life. And mind you, when that uh, list came out, I was just giving up. I was really close to giving up to the fact that I'm not going to study medicine. Boom. I get the opportunity. So don't give up. You never know. Life's a movie and your plot twist maybe did not arrive, but it will promise. I promise you. And whenever, 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 whenever you feel in doubt or like it's never going to come, just come back to this podcast and just keep listening to this. Even I might need to listen this, to this again because God knows my mood swings are just fantastic and out of control. So yeah. So before I end this episode, um, I really want to say to whoever is listening to this, the fact that I know that it might be hard to believe when I say it, when I say this, it might be hard to believe, but I really care about you. And the only reason that I made this podcast is to help people and is to have people learn from maybe my experience, to have people be the best version of themselves. So I really care about you. If you think that no one cares, that you know you don't matter, people probably are better off without you, believe me, bull-ish, it's just your mind, the problem is I just cursed that, you know, beforehand, as if like it's censored now, <laughs> anyways, ignore that, um, I care, if you think no one cares, if you truly, if your mind truly made you believe that no one cares, trust me, I care, we don't know each other, but I care about you, I really, really genuinely care about you, and even my body language is synchronized with my with what I'm saying, I'm nodding my head, which means in body language, it means that I'm being genuine, I genuinely care about you, and just know that life gets better, life gets better. My uncle, when the one that I'm always talking about because I love him a lot, uh, may his soul rest in peace, he died and he left behind, uh, I believe he has uh, seven kids, seven kids. Uh, one of his kids is a young kid as well. He's my cousin. I love him. I believe he was 12 when he died. And his wife, used, they used to be in love. Like they got married because they're in love. So it's, it was a love story. They were obsessed with each other. Whenever we're sitting around, they're just t- talking about how he's talking about how beautiful she is and how he loves her. And they're old. <laughs> they were goals, honestly. Whenever I'd see them together, I'm like, I want my husband to love me when I'm 55 years old and I've had seven kids and everything about me is not as it was before. And I'm cooking and I look like... I came out of a fight and he still manages to call me beautiful. It's really, you know, it was really nice. Um, They used to be so in love. 
He used to be so funny. Everyone liked him. Suddenly, he was not here anymore. His son, I wasn't there when he died in Jordan, but um, I was here. I studied in Algeria, if you don't know. Um, so my mom told me that his son, my cousin, wanted to uh, hit the doctor. Like He wanted to get in a fight with the doctor because the doctor told him that he died. He wanted to actually fight the doctor, and he was like, my dad did not die. So uh, someone knocked at my door. I really hope I can uh, you know, uh, remember what I was talking about. I'm sorry for this. But yeah, he was gone in a heartbeat and everyone panicked. Everyone freaked out. His wife, when I saw her after the year after he died and the year I went back to Jordan, oh my God, her entire hair was white. It was just white. And she's not that old, like 55 or 50, I believe. I'm not really sure. Is not old. If you think it's old, you're probably a kid. Uh, so she, her entire hair was white. I got shocked when I saw her. Her face was yellow. She had dark circles under her eyes. All his kids were depressed. Now, fast forward to, um, I believe, to he died in um, 2018. So fast forward till now. They're all doing well. His daughter is a lawyer. 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 What? Lawyer? I can't even say it. Oh my god, whatever. Uh, yeah, um, his uh, sons are doing great. His wife is... It's like it's like it never happened. So it's human nature to get over things. It's human nature to adapt. Give yourself time. Give yourself space. Allow yourself to go through the worst possible experience with grace. Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. You know, challenge your... Seriously, challenge yourself to, to go through something that really sucks with grace. What did what what was the lyric in the song Hall of Fame? Um, you can go three straight through hell with a smile. <laughs> I really hope. Oh, this is gonna be the cheesiest episode. I've said a poem. I've uh, tried to just sing a lyrics to you guys. Anyway, so yeah, try to go through hell with a smile. You know, you never know what's what lies behind or after that hell. There's always, 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 always a good in the bad. And I don't care if you don't believe in God, okay? Just shut up. There's a verse in the Quran, uh, the Holy Quran, that I love so much. And it is, So it's like repeated, repeatedly saying that in the bad lies the good. In the bad lies the good. Uh, so it's like repeatedly saying that there is good in the bad itself twice, you know, so Yeah, search for that good. I'm pretty sure there is and if there isn't there's my podcast that you're listening to right now And I'm telling you that I care about you. So it has to mean something. This is a blessing and if you don't consider it a blessing I'm gonna be mad at you. I'm just kidding So yeah, I love you. I love you so much. I care about you so much. I care about your mental health It means so much to me just know if you ever wake up and you feel like no one cares, remember that I made this podcast for you, whoever decides to listen to this. We are friends. You can always reach out to me on my account. Like I have this fitness account. It's called Hustled, H-U-S-T-L-E-D underscore 1010 uh, on Instagram. Uh, you can reach out to me. I'm your friend. Uh, just, yeah. That's all I wanted to say, and I want you to be. I wanted. I want you to take care of yourself, as if you would take care of someone you love. Don't be. We're so hard on on ourselves, as if we're at war, as if I'm fighting myself. Why do I? Why are we doing that? Like why? Just. 
picture your best best friend and or maybe like maybe a kid a little kid it actually helps more you're more compassionate towards kids and just yeah treat yourself like that um because if you don't if you don't love yourself no one really can be able to love you you're gonna become this needy ball of needy energy you're just gonna look for love outside of yourself i'm not saying that like it's not like just it's really bad to not love yourself it's gonna make you spiral in, in you know doing things unlike yourself if you would actually love yourself so yeah this is all i wanted to say in this segment and i love you once again and yeah at the end of this episode uh i just want to say if you made it all the way here thank you so much it means the world to me it really does it really 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 does to this day i can't believe that there are people who still wait for my podcast who still listen to my podcast who still think i'm actually worthy of i am worthy actually but i don't know it just feels weird that people like it i've seen i was on the bus shout out i forgot your name shout out you're a gorgeous girl that i've met on the bus on the way to uni she heard me speaking in english to one of my friends and she was like oh aren't you that girl who does the podcast i listened to you that was the best day of my life what i kept thinking thinking to myself i'm like oh my god people people who i don't know listen to me people on the internet that i don't know from different countries listen to me um you know it's just overwhelming thank you so much and i want to tell you that i would if you're someone who's depressed i was never ever ever gonna imagine that my life could one day turn out to be like this obviously it's not even close to what i want because i'm a perfectionist and i i like to really you know i am one of those people who are are really hard on myself i'm learning what i just said and and i told you i'm just learning how to apply that to myself I never would have ever thought that some people would tell me that I would pay for your podcast. Some people would actually, you know, be, I don't know, tell me that they're fans. What? Me? Seriously? I'm just, I literally just put my phone in and I talk to it. It's just, I talk to it. But thank you. You make it feel like I'm doing something and you make it feel like it's valid. So thank you so much. Even if it's like 10 people, five people, I really don't care. I really never cared about how many people listen. I cared about the quality that they you know get out of my podcast so thank you and i love you so 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 much and you matter to me so much and there's a lot of things to look forward in life did you ever go bungee jumping did you ever go cliff jumping man if you think you're if you're depressed and you think like you lost interest in life wait till you try cliff jumping or hiking oh my god a lot of things oh my god seriously seriously there are a lot of things to look forward to wait wait till you fall in love wait till you i don't know i don't know just there are a lot of time a lot of things to look forward in life and uh i want you to know to know that as much as it's foggy right now and as much as you cannot really see it there there will come a time when you can see it and just be patient patience is also key so yeah and faith in god also really helps so yeah and uh, i want you to take care of your mind body and soul and remember that i love you whenever you feel down just come and listen re-listen to this podcast and i'll see you in the next episode